The topic we were going to talk about in this hour has changed just a bit due to breaking news. So let me tell you what did happen and what we were going to talk about. Duke University, a privately funded university, had made a decision to sound a Muslim call to prayer. They ring bells for Christians. They have Muslim students. And this riled some. So much so, it changed their decision to do so, which we will talk about in a minute. Now, the Muslim call to prayer was a a plan to be sounded from a bell tower at North Carolina's Duke University. Not everyone was happy about this. Starting this Friday, the plan originally was that the Duke Muslim Students Association would chant the call. It's called an adhan from the Duke Chapel Bell Tower. This is a Muslim call to prayer for those of you who've never heard one. Now, what it does is it lets people know that it is time to pray. I have traveled through and been in Muslim countries. I must say, honestly, the Muslim culture is a beautiful thing, and it's absolutely amazing to see hundreds, if not thousands, of people drop to their knees and put their faces on the ground before God. I say that it's very biblical, actually, submission to have your face before God in prayer. Um, to be as low to the ground because you are not high enough uh, to be worthy of the reverence of God. Now, I am uh, not a religious person. I believe in God. Uh, I'm not a big prayer believer, and I certainly have prayed a lot of times in my life, as many people have, and usually in darkest hours. I think it comforts us. I don't think it brings about much, but that's a different topic. Uh, but uh, that at ad- Han, which we just played, the Muslim call to prayer, signals the beginning of the weekly prayer service. It's used in Muslim countries all over the world, obviously not in North Carolina. It lasts three minutes. It would be moderately amplified, according to the school. Uh, Duke University got its start in the late 19th century with the help from the Methodist Church. And what they originally wanted to do was they wanted to do this because they said the move represented a larger commitment to religious pluralism and that they feel that's at the heart of Duke's mission. Now, I commended them, and I said it earlier on Fox News uh, Channel this morning, uh, because this is a country founded on religious freedom. And I think that all religions need to be recognized where there is a population and a body of students Uh, In that regard, Duke University is a private university. I bring that up again because there have been those that on Twitter said, I've heard you say that you don't think there should be a major in front of City Hall. Absolutely. But see, my tax dollars pay for City Hall. And I believe in separation of church and state. But I don't have a problem with a school, especially a private university, having a manger and I really don't have a – I really believe that, quite frankly, City Hall can have a, you know, a manger if they have a menorah and if they have a representation of every religion, not just the big three, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, which is pretty much impossible to do because of ignorance, lack of knowledge, education, one, two, money, and three, space. So let's just keep it separate. I love that practice of separation of church and state. So for those that feel I'm being a hypocrite, no. Duke University is a private university. And honestly, another reason, an article I wrote that has not been posted yet, and I don't know if it's going to be because it ruffled some feathers, to be honest, of a U.S. News and World Report, um, regarding something we talked about with a guest the other day. And that is the desire that the terrorists have 
to turn us in the world against Muslims so that Muslims will join them and Muslims will be easier to recruit and to radicalize. We need, as a progressive Western civilized society, as a nation founded on freedom of religion, all religions, folks, as a nation that has that First Amendment, on a nation that condones tolerance and spits upon violence, allegedly. I thought this was bold, I thought it was brave, and I thought it spit in the face of terrorists. And what Duke University has done, unfortunately, the terrorists are sitting back and applauding. They went back on what they were going to do. Duke University rolled over to pressure. And you know what? Shame on them. Uh, for doing so. Shame on them for doing so. Uh, the breaking news is, and the original com- uh, the original uh, hour that we had planned has changed due to breaking news with Duke University reversing its plan to allow the Islamic call to prayer from the campus chapel. And here's the deal. They announced two days ago that they would be broadcasting a weekly call to prayer from the Duke Chapel Bell Tower. The Duke University officials now, 48 hours later, abandoned the plan They cited the furor the move had created. Members of the Duke Muslim Students Association were supposed to start, as I mentioned, the three-minute weekly call or chant, the Adnan or Azan, Friday afternoon, this Friday, tomorrow. Now the call to prayer is going to take place in a quad outside the chapel. So they're still going to have the Muslim call to prayer. They're just not going to do it from the bell tower, okay? They're still going to have the Muslim call to prayer, to their credit. They're just not going to have it from the Duke Chapel bell tower. And this is what Mike Schoenfeld said, uh, Duke's uh, vice president for public affairs and government relations. Quote, Duke remains committed to fostering an inclusive, tolerant, and welcoming campus for all its students. However, it was clear that what was conceived as an effort to unify was not having the intended effect. Franklin Graham, who is the son of evangelist Reverend Billy Graham and the head of the international relief organization Samaritan's Purse, blasted Duke's decision to allow Islamic prayers in the bell tower. In a post on his Facebook page, he said followers of Islam are, quote, butchering people who don't share their beliefs. No. You know, he can't say that. I mean, he did. He said followers of Islam are butchering people who don't share their beliefs. No. Terrorists are butchering people who don't share their beliefs. There are 1.6 billion Muslims. Less, far less than 1% are terrorists or aligned with a terrorist organization, Taliban, Hezbollah, Hamas, Al-Qaeda. In a Thursday interview with WRAL News, Graham refused to back down, even for those Muslims who have condemned radical Islamic actions. So even Muslims, there are people that say, where are the Muslims that come out against us? For the Muslims that have come out against us, he doesn't care. Graham is not a Christian. Graham is a hypocrite, in my opinion, and he is one of the reasons I am no longer a Christian. He said, quote, I don't feel I owe an apology to anybody. I think Duke University, they owe an apology, he said. They're the ones who apologized to the Christian students, the ones who donated money for the chapel. Money. Oh, yeah, that comes down to it. Remember money, the thing that Jesus got peeled about, showed his temper uh, a couple of times in his lifetime, short life of 33 years, and one time was money in the temple and overthrew it. By the way, Jesus wasn't a Christian. He was a Jew. Islamic students, he said, uh, no, Islamic students, excuse me, uh, have used the chapel basement for prayers. And for they have been doing so for several years, by the way. So most of the prayers will continue in the basement after the initial call, which will take place in the quad. By the way, the chapel is used for many interfaith 
activities. And and I've been there. I've been there. I, I, I remember when I went to a church when I was a practicing Christian in New York that on Friday night, Muslims had stuff there. Saturday, Jews had stuff there. Sunday morning, you know, Protestants did. Sunday night, Catholics did. Everybody shared it. And it was a church. Anyway, more than 700 of Duke's 15,000 undergraduate and graduate students identify themselves as Muslim, certainly not a majority or even a huge portion of the population. Um, And Graham said, no one to say they can't worship their God. It's the same God, by the way. Um, He disagreed using the bell tower and a microphone to broadcast the chant. He said, quote, you're taking that bell tower and you're turning it into a Muslim minaret. I think it's a slap at the Christian faith. Now, in majority Muslim countries across the globe, it is broadcast from mosques on television and radio stations five times a day. That corresponds with prayer times, and they do not have separation of church and state there, obviously. Friday is the day of worship for Islam. Sermons are also broadcast in the United States. Amplified Adnan exists in a handful of communities. Now, the North Carolina Council of Churches supported Duke's effort to allow the call for prayer from the bell tower. It said it would only help everyone's faith. This is what faith, what the North Carolina Council of Churches said is, quote, our understanding of other faiths grows stronger through discussion and interaction and our own faith is deepened. Why wouldn't they encourage prayer within the university community. Why wouldn't they foster interfaith dialogue? Why would anyone challenge that? Amen, hallelujah, praise the Lord, never be else. Let me tell you why. For people out there that think all Muslims are violent, why aren't you happy when you see people being peaceful, getting on their knees and their face before God and praying, submitting themselves to God? Why don't we all just get on our knees and pray to God together? Whichever God you believe you're praying to, And whatever religion, faith, spirituality you partake of. Many people did, however, according to the head of Duke, received, uh, they said Duke received uh, numerous negative phone calls, emails about allowing the Islamic call to prayer, further proving that we are still a very racist nation, you know, against brown people, against Muslim people, against anybody who's not white and Christian. As this, you know, continues, you know, we see that with immigration against Mexicans. We see that with nasty comments and outbursts from congressional members toward the president. We see that uh, in Ferguson. We see that on Staten Island. And now we see that here with Muslims as well. And not just now, post 9-11. The Durham police said the university requested extra security Friday afternoon uh, before officials moved the activity to the quad, which isn't going to change the activities. And by the way, South Carolina, who has great roots with the KKK and, you know, hoods over their head and burning crosses on black people's lawns, they really should try and change their image. Don't you think? Many people, uh, like I said, uh, were against it. However, they still, the school and the students, support efforts to preach diversity on campus. And for that, I commend them. They said, quote, our Muslim community enriches the university in countless ways. We welcome the active expression of their faith, tradition, and all others in ways that are meaningful and visible. Every religion has ups and downs. Every religion has had violence associated with its history. Um, it is unfair to just stigmatize Islam. This is what we were taught, a Muslim student said, to embrace diversity. Duke is not entirely reversed, but you might say semi-reversed their plan to allow the Muslim call to prayer from their campus chapel. The call is now going to take place in a quad outside the chapel. Was it the right move? Is this a happy medium? Is it a big difference? And we're back. Let's get back to the calls. In Las Vegas, Pamela joins us. Pamela, 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 I must change your name there. Pamelish. Hey, Pamela, you Pamelicious girl. Uh, Good afternoon and welcome. Uh, You are on line three. Thank you for joining us. Thank 
Thank you so much for having me. I think Duke has a couple problems. Okay. I think the first problem that they have is deciding to announce the call for prayer from the, the bell tower in the beginning, not as um, not as an affront to Muslim to people of the Muslim faith, but mainly because why are you making them special? Most people just want to be equal. Most well, I know. I think they want to be. Fairly. They want to be equal because the uh, Christians have the uh, bells and the Jews have their thing, and the Muslims are like we want our thing. Okay, so again, my point goes back to okay, why just now? They've had Muslims on their campus for years. Um, it, would you think that Paris has a part to do? With well, this? no. I re- I think the reason for now is actually brilliant. Um, hang on, we're going to come back to you, Pamela. And it speaks to unity and tolerance carrying on Je suis Charlie, carrying on what the millions, Muslims and everyone else in France, uh, did, which is like at Duke University. We are all Duke University first, and we respect all religions. We'll be back. Oh, beautiful, We're back to Pamela in Las Vegas. Hey, Pamela. Thanks for hanging during that break. Again, you know, I just, um, I wanted to sum it up and say, I just think Duke dropped the ball. And the reason why I say, they had no business of even uh, proposing this if they didn't intend to follow through, because nothing screams intolerance. I love you for that. I love you for that. Seriously. If you're going to do something, do it. You know, go, go, you know, go balls to the wall, right? Absolutely, I mean, so, because yeah. right now with their actions backing up for whatever reasons, of course, probably money has a great deal to do I'm with I'm sure, it. exactly. That's what I thought. Some different huge donor said I'm not going to write the religious job. preferences, but how can we say we're this melting pot, that we're this country of tolerance? We are the most intolerant country there is. I would agree with you that we're, we're I wouldn't say we're the most intolerant, but we, we, we are, are we're we, we're, you know, there. for all for all of the tolerance we spout and claim to have, I agree with you, we're not very tolerant compared yes. to many other countries, correct? Because now they, it's like they just put them out there, you know, and uh, what's the harm? Who's going to be hurt? Who's going to be harmed? No one. So what they've done is they've just made them this, like, special group of people now, no, I don't. I don't feel they've made them a special group of people at all. I disagree with you there. I, you know, you have to remember, and what people don't understand, and when people wrap their head around this, I think they will wake up to the reality that I live in, having lived in Muslim countries. Terrorists want the divide that the intolerance in this country is creating. Absolutely. They will. They will win that way. And if we Absolutely. want them to win, if we want them to win, we need to. You know, say things like them. You have to remember, these are kids that are American and go to Duke University and happen to be Muslim. It's a religion. We make a huge deal out of these things. And if we didn't, the terrorists might calm down a bit. Well, you know, and, and that kind of reinforces the point I'm making when I said, like, they make them like the special group, you know, like they deserve these special rights. They're just equal people. Well, then, give them, like then why else. not give them equal rights on campus that the other religions have? Just like everyone else. But there's, why not? If that's not if that's how you feel, then why not give them the equal rights on campus that every other religion has? Well, and the bottom line is, you know, it just goes to show, you know, where our intolerance really comes from. I believe it comes from the top down. Well, I 
I don't disagree with you there, Pamela. Uh, thank you uh, for the call. I appreciate it. Thank but, you for and, having and, but, me. But I have to say, you know, I have to say, <laughs> I have people on Twitter that have no bigotry as a handle or the First Amendment as a handle. You know, yet they'll be like, you know, they, you know, they shouldn't be able to pray. Do you realize the First Amendment is freedom of religion? Do you realize that freedom of religion is for everyone? Uh, let's go to Joel in West Virginia, line four. Joel, how you doing? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie. How's it going? Good. Good. I think that part of the um, I'm I'm a United Methodist, and so my perspective on this may be a little bit different. But I think that what's being missed is two things. One, it's connected to a seminary. And one of the bigger, uh, more popular seminaries in the United Methodist Church. And two, it's about money. And we have. I agree. Several... I agree with you about money. Let me ask you: Why does it matter that it's connected to a seminary when when they have their serv- when they have their Friday night services uh, in the basement? As um, do the Jews have the Saturday services in the basement? And there there are various uh, religions that have services in the basement of that church connected to that seminary. Some of this goes back. I mean, there's there's people. Conservatives simply do not like Muslims, but some of this goes back to. Well, I, you know what? I hope I would agree with you that I think more conservatives and liberals don't like Muslims, yeah. but I, I I wouldn't say that every let's, conservative let's, does. Let's, let's, let's not generalize like that. And you're right. A lot of the conservatives in the United Methodist Church um, tend to track not to like Muslims based on Islamic beliefs, not the people themselves. But this goes back to Claremont Theological Seminary, which opened the doors to a lot of ecumenical relationships. Then you had. Uh, interchurch groups that really came out against them. They lost funding. They lost students. And when Duke came out with this the other day, these same groups started marshalling their resources and threatening Duke to withdraw funding, to block students, and to really go after them where it hurts. No, it's a very good point. And you know tomorrow, if somebody in Saudi Arabia writes a a $10 million check, game will be on again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I completely agree. It yeah. is about money. I mean, the, the space is already there. By the way, for those of you that don't like Muslims, you may not like the Mayo Clinic because they have financed most of it. Yeah, or Fox yeah. News. Um, but No, no, Fox News is not financed by Muslims. Rupert Murdoch. No, no the Sheik. But the, the chapel itself is used by Christians uh, of various different denominations, uh, Hindus. It's used by a lot of the uh, religious groups on campus. Correct. Because it's and, a pla- it's a place of faith, and what they're trying to show is interfaith. But you understand yeah. my point about the statement. This is, you know, I said I was talking to people when I was at Fox speaking of uh, earlier today uh, in the makeup room, and I said I know people are going to think I'm crazy, and I don't mean it in such a simplistic term. Not if we ignore them, they'll go away. But the Al Qaeda and ISIS are competing against each other for power, for exposure, for carnage, and for reach. Al Qaeda. Yin Yemen specifically claimed responsibility for Shali Abdo because they trained those two terrorists and they want to send a signal to ISIS that look at you guys, we reached outside of Yemen to France. You know, ding, 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 one in our box. These are seriously two groups that are competing against each other. One, we play into their hands every time we have it across the front page of the newspapers and, and, and on the news. I'm serious. When there's a terrorist attack, we shouldn't cover it the way we do. Uh, with the am- amount of outrage and, and volume. Second, backlash against Muslims, they're sitting back and they're having popcorn watching the show. I'm telling you, 
We are playing into their hands if we don't go completely the other way with extreme unity and tolerance. I know this is going to, and I'm telling you that I'm telling you it is love over hate that's going to win if we love, but if we hate, we're going to lose. I absolutely agree. This uh, another thing that happened two months ago was the National Cathedral hosted Islamic prayer services, which irritated these same groups to no end. They couldn't stop it because you cannot take money away from National Cathedral like you can a university and seminary. You know, let me ask you something. As a Methodist, because I wasn't a Methodist when I was a Christian, um, but uh, is and forgive my ignorance here again. Is Franklin Graham? Was Billy Graham the head of the Methodist Church? Is Franklin Graham a Methodist or no? I thought they were like Franklin Graham is a Southern Baptist. Billy Southern. Graham was a Southern Baptist who, if it as it comes out now, really wanted to be an Anglican. But Franklin Graham is a Southern Baptist. And I will leave his uh, denominational affiliation alone, but this is exactly what I expect from I don't think he's like his father at all, though, because I remember one time watching Larry King, who is a friend of mine, and Larry King is Jewish and um, not a very devout, you know, Jew, but he asked Franklin Graham if he and the Jews were going to hell. He asked him on his show he used to have, Larry King Live on CNN. I'm not Franklin, excuse me, Billy Graham. (laughs) And even though Christianity teaches that, if, uh, you know, lest a man be born again, he cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Do not faint, those of you out there, conservatives listening to me, um, that, um, you know, you know, preaching John 3.3 3 and John, you know, 3.16, you know, the, the salvation message. Um, the way Billy Graham answered Larry King to me was tolerant, filled with tolerance, love, and to me, what true Christians should exemplify toward a, quote, unsaved person, if that's what your belief is, which it was mine at the time when I was watching it. Um, and and I have to say, I, I don't feel that his son uh, exemplifies the love, tolerance, warmth, et cetera, that Billy Graham does. Billy Graham got, you know, was on his knees and prayed with Bill Clinton after the Monica Lewinsky scandal in the White House. Well, and you're right. The, uh, I'm a little bit to the left of of how Billy Graham answered that, that statement. But Franklin has gone... As as nice and comforting as Billy Graham was, uh, the, the America's pastor thing, Billy uh, Franklin Graham has gone completely the opposite. I mean, the things he has tried to say about Muslims, Jews, atheists, gays, uh, Democrats, the president. So he's an equal opportunity hater. He, you know, that's probably the best way to phrase it. He is an equal opportunity hater, and he has. And he, wait, no he hates call. Jews, but he loves Israel, right? <laughs> he loves Israel as much as he can possibly get a dollar out of it. I hear you. All right. Very interesting uh, talking to you, Joel. Thank you. Call me again there from West VA. Thanks. Thanks I appreciate it. Uh, Let's go next to Laura in New Mexico, Line 5. Laura, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Leslie. Thank you for having me on. Um, I did want to point out that Duke is a Methodist institution, and I believe Billy Graham is a Baptist, which have two different... um, Two different ideologies. And well, they're both they're both Christian. They're both Christian. It's more the legalization within the religion that they disagree on, right? I, it's it's also tolerance. I mean, I was raised Methodist, and I remember Baptists in the community that were against fast dancing. And you know, they are they are a very conservative. Population. Yeah, God know God knows now they wish they had that fast dancing back. You know, back we got people beheading people. Okay. Well, but. The other thing that um, I wanted to get to, uh, there's many things that I think the story points out, but one thing is when people come under fire for doing things, if you support them, you have to speak up and tell them. This guy-
shows not just for institutions like Duke, but also for um, congressmen. If you support a, a, a bill or if you support an issue, you have to let your congressman know because it's always the people who want it down who talk about it. And that's who people hear because the people who support don't talk about it that much. You know, yeah, that's fine with me. That's a great idea. And they just let it go. So if you want your voice heard, you have to you have to tell people, add a boy, and, and it's a good thing. Um, I think what having the Islamic call to prayer would do at Duke is it would remind people in the community um, that there is more than one religion around. Um, so often we travel in our own little herd of people. We talk to our to people who are like us, and we forget how different the world is. And until you travel like you have or, or I have, you really don't see it. And most Americans um, very seldom get the, the opportunity to travel um, no, no, you're you're very right. I, I say I've been very blessed. I love travel. It's my crack. And, you know, the more I can do it, the better it is. I, I would, you know, not eat if I could, you know, if I had to do that to, to use the money to travel. Mm-hmm. But I have to say one thing I always say, and, you know, people laugh, but it's true, but being that you've traveled as well, I think you would agree. You know, we're pretty much the same throughout the world. Um, we all want a better life for our children than we had. Um, and we all work hard for that. We all want to make more money. We all complain about the weather. We all complain about the traffic. And we're all fearful when there's economic uh, instability or violence uh, in our nation or if our nation could be a target of violence. Um, And I have found that to be true worldwide. When I was in Pakistan, when I was getting out of the car and going to the airport, the driver, a man who was not supposed to buy um, his – uh, beliefs as a strict Muslim touched me, shook my hand. And I knew he did that because he was showing me like, you know, I'm going to do your custom. You're an American. I'll shake your hand. His wife also wasn't mm-hmm. there. If his wife had been there, it wouldn't have. Um, and I understand that, you know. And by the way, that's also biblical. You're not really supposed to touch somebody else unless you're your own spouse, but they just take it, you know, a bit far, um, in my opinion. So uh, he looked at me and he said, um, Miss Leslie, I said, yes. And he said, would you please do me a favor? And I said, yes. And at the time, Bush was president. He said, would you tell, please tell Mr. Bush not to bomb us like he did Iraq? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's not just national. It's even fear in the communities. I mean, we're very close to Mexico, but we see it here in Albuquerque. Um, you know, when when there's a lot of shooting in a neighborhood or something. It, it disturbs people, and it should. We should be disturbed that every time we drop a missile, every Tomahawk missile costs $1.4 million, each and every one of them. And can you imagine what $1.4 million would go toward if you were talking about schools or health care or Social Security disability benefits? I mean, that is $1.4 million that is just burned every time one of them explodes. Yep, yep, very true. You have a lot of uh, words of wisdom, and I think the travel is, uh, helps that, right? Uh, Laura, thank you. Call me again there in New Mexico and Albuquerque. I appreciate it. We're back. Let's go back to the calls. Line one in Virginia is Chuck. Hey, Chuck, good afternoon. Thanks for joining hey, us. Hey, good. How you doing? I'm all right. What's your opinion on this? Um, 
Well, I, I'll, first I'll say I'm a conservative. Please, please don't attack me. No, I'm just kidding. No. Oh, um, I have friends that are conservatives. I keep them in cages, but they're they're well fed. <laughs> um, and also, I'll, I'll give you a point of view from a, a veteran's point of view if you haven't had one yet, because I'm a I'm a veteran of Afghanistan. Okay. And um, you know, I have no problem. You can you can practice any religion you want, but the one religion that infringes on just about every religion's in the world is Islam in one form or another. You're you know, saying 1.6 billion people are infringing upon you? Not all 1.6. Well, the overwhelming but, majority are not. Well, yeah, but it's... Well, yeah, but if we if we say that, then in, uh, you know, uh, in the United States, uh, you know, if you look at a ratio per capita, you know, African-American men are committing a number of crimes. Does that mean all black men should be put in prison because, you know, a lot of black guys commit crimes and are violent? No, but there's a lot of good black men out there. And there are a lot of good Muslims out there. I didn't say that. But what I'm saying is that the majority of the people that have the quote-unquote power or the or the extremists that is not true the majority of the people who have who have the power are not the extremist what okay. they what they do is extreme and therefore you're perceiving that if one person beheads somebody and there are millions of people just living in peace minding their own business not hurting anybody uh, they don't get the headline the beheader does interesting well what about the uh, the fail of multiculturalism in Europe I don't feel multiculturalism has failed in Europe at all. The president of the EU within the last five years has pronounced that at least twice. Well, because the president of the EU pronounced it, I got to believe it. I don't believe it. Oh no, but the, well, you have to look with the the. the I don't think multiculturalism has failed at all. How has multiculturalism failed in the UK? How has multiculturalism, or you know, uh, in in the city of London, or in, in wow. the country of France, multi multicultural culture is not religion. Well, how, well, it, it's Islam. Islam is not. No, no, it is not. And, and you know right. what? You, you know what? You said you're a conservative. Don't you know? Beat you up. But here, here's the thing that I don't like about conservatives is ignorance and intolerance, which I think you're displaying. No offense, uh, in in your words. Um, the majority Muslims have been in France for a hundred years. The overwhelming okay. majority of Muslims are not religious and have completely assimilated into French society. And as a matter of fact, more Americans are being anti-Muslim than more than the French are. And it happened yep. to them, and it happened in their country, you know, and by the way, by two of French-born citizens. Again, this is not the religion. You know, what religion are you? I would imagine a Christian, right, most conservative. Yeah, I'm, I'm Baptist. I'm not Southern Baptist. Okay, but Baptist. still, you're a Christian, right? So yep. if you know, Timothy McVeigh was a Christian. You know, he was a terrorist. Are you a terrorist because you're a Christian? No. Okay, you, see, you see what I'm saying? Now, I understand you may say, well, there's more volume. Well, yes, well, yeah, yeah, yes, in present day, but not not historically. Historically, there have been more people killed by Muslim, I mean, excuse me, Christians or Christian Christian leaders. Adolf Hitler was a Christian. Adolf Hitler was a devout Catholic. What about okay. the Crusades? What about the Inquisition? We don't care about the what, – what about the massacre of Native Americans? What about the the slavery of – of blacks, and by the way, the KKK were Christians. Well, slavery still happens in the Middle East, Saudi Arabia. No, slavery happens throughout the world. It happens in the United States as well. well Saudi Arabia has slaves that are actually from Africa. They still they don't call them slaves. They're actually they're not just Saudi Arabia. There are slaves in France. There is book. There is a book called Slave in which she lived in France. 
Isn't Saudi Arabia supposed to be an ally of the U.S.? And we're Saudi Arabia is an ally of the U.S., but that's not the religion. There are plenty of there are plenty plenty of countries, Muslim countries, that don't have slavery. And by the way, there are slaves on the continent of Africa within African nations as well. Well, how fair is it for them to move to different countries and for that? That Again, your ignorance is so your, your ignorance is so large. I don't even feel fair having this discussion with you. It's you, you I, the, the, these men in France did not move there; they were born there. They were born. They were born there. Yes, I know the history of Islam, and I've read the Quran. Do you? No, not not some conservative, crazy, wacko blog. You know what kills me? You were sent to Afghanistan, and I paid for you to go to Afghanistan. Well, to, to I paid for you to go to Afghanistan with my tax dollars for a peacekeeping mission. That's what the United States mission was in Afghanistan. That, that was peacekeeping. To. Weren't you supposed to be peacekeeping? Well, we were supposed to. When I was there, we were supposed to win hearts and minds, but... Well, how can you win hearts and minds if you hate the people? If you hate the people and the religion of the people in Afghanistan, of which the hearts and minds you were trying to win, I, I would call that hypocrisy. And I want my money back. Look up my address on the website. I'm Leslie Marshall. 